Welcome back, everyone, to Highlighted, the All Sports Culture Podcast. Sam, Sully, myself, Kurt. Can't even tell you the last time us three were on a pod together. What has it been? Maybe like a month ago? It's been a while. Yeah, but we're back. We are. Um, That's all that matters. We are. And, you know, what better time to get back together than on the night of the NBA Finals Game 1? But obviously, you'll you'll be hearing this. I guess tomorrow morning. So like the the night after game one, but we'll be talking before. So that's this is literally, it's literally an hour and a half before game yeah, one. We, we will we click record. We already know the outcome of game one. So um, it's yeah, predetermined. The Bucks win. win, dude. Yep. No. Exactly what's happening. Giannis is playing. He drops 45. It's absurd. Evan Booker uh, scores 71 tonight. He comes out with a bionic knee. You know, we're, 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 we're doing fine. We're doing yeah. fine. Sam has already started his uh, pushups, getting ready for the game. He's just getting enthusiastic. He's so enthusiastic. Let's go. Yeah. Let's Let's go. So um, with that, you know, let's talk about uh, before we get to the finals or the finals matchup between the Suns Bucks. Let's talk about what transpired in the uh, conference finals. So we'll start with the Bucks and the Hawks. Um, obviously, the Bucks won in six. Um, the series was tied two to two, and that was kind of at the moment where Giannis was out for the remainder of that series. We didn't see him in what games five and six it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't matter. The Bucks came out and won both of those games. Uh, and obviously they advanced to the uh, NBA finals with that. Um, Sam, I just want to give a special shout out to the Bucks for winning me money in game six. The moment that Trey Young announced or was announced that he was going to play, I ran to Bovada <laughs> and put some money on the Bucks money line, which you didn't have, you didn't have faith that he was going to be good. I, it's not even that. It was just like I knew that my odds would significantly, significantly increase. Yeah. With, yeah, yeah. and I was like, regardless if Trey plays, I'm still taking the Bucks. All my friends were watching together. They're like, "You're a dumbass for taking the Hawks." I'm just thinking about Sam. I'm like, Sam would not call me a dumbass. He would be like, oh, "I never call you a dumbass I, for I know. taking the Bucks." Exactly. Yeah, that's so, why you should not think about that when you're going to bet on the Bucks because you would oh you'd bet on the Bucks every game. <laughs> right. Hey. 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 What would was, Sam do in this I've instance? Been, I have been right every single series with my predictions when it comes to the Bucks, So I don't <laughs> want to hear shit. That's true. Oh, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so it took the Bucks. They won game six. And it was pretty much a comfortable win for them in that. Um, but for the remainder of the series, obviously, like I said, we saw the Hawks tied up in game four. But for the most part, a pretty dominating uh, performance by Milwaukee. And they're heading to the uh, NBA Finals. I was a year off of uh, the hype over Milwaukee. So just like Sully's Jokic take um, for MVP, we're just going to pretend like I said this a year ago yeah. and just like he said, uh, Jokic well, you for MVP. it for this year. Yeah, exactly. They just, everyone just missed that part when you said that. Yeah, right. So You know, exactly. in, Kurt, in Kurt's mind, the bubble didn't happen and he was already in the offseason. So he yeah. Was yeah. Yep. Right, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah, and I was, yeah. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Also, you're this. welcome. Speaking of the bubble, shout out Rachel Nichols and Jimmy Butler. <laughs> You're right. <I'm- laughs> I was going to bring this up. Uh, funny enough, but I don't know. Um, but but yeah, regard- enough of the Rachel Nichols talk. She's getting peppered uh, deservedly so on, on Jimmy Twitter. Butler was not practicing at 3 a.m. I think we know that. Well, he, he was doing cardio at 3 a.m. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was not. Well, he was drip. He was dribbling a basketball. That's why he was so sweaty. He was Guys, dribbling a on. ball. He was definitely dribbling a ball. We can say that. Yeah, he was yeah. dribbling a ball. Maybe two, but. Uh, regardless, we know about the one, so it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure, for sure. But uh, it's not basketball. Hawks. Yeah, yeah, Bucks Hawks. Um, can we? So- can we? Can, before I get to the Bucks, I just want to say, can we give Nate McMillan his flowers? Oh yeah, we can. We can because he just got his new four-year deal after this incredible playoff run. I know the Hawks. This is the believe it or not, this is the farthest the Atlanta Hawks have ever gotten in the playoffs. It's insane. And it comes in a year that not a lot of people had them making the playoffs. Uh, I think we all did as like an eight seed. What would you expect? We're the highlighted podcast. Have we I ever think missed? We ever, I think we, we had them as a fringe. Right. I think we had them as a fringe playoff. Team. I actually had them as what a five seed. Yeah, I think they were oh, I think really? said five seed. Yeah. I think they yeah. said that they played the Knicks in the first round. Yeah. How'd that go? It went pretty well. Uh, can we <laughs> can we stop talking about Cam Reddish as if he's going to be like the next All Star? Like, there's so many people on Twitter that are like, "Oh, I told you, like, no. Cam- right. dude, he had 21 points. Like, he was he made seven three pointers. Like, congrats. There are 85 players in and more. There are 150 players in the NBA that could make seven three pointers on any given night. He had a good series, though. He had a good series disagree he had a very good series for a guy guy that didn't play for a lot of the year comes back at the start of the eastern conference finals and then works his way into the rotation and then on his first night where he gets actual minutes he has to guard chris middleton and he does a really good job on him and then he's scoring pretty well too when his entire career including high school he has been very inefficient as a scorer and then, obviously, game five and game six happen where Chris Middleton goes off. And, you know, a lot of that wasn't on Cam Reddish, but he was just on fire. And Cam Reddish in game seven – or not game seven, game six was the reason the Hawks had kind of that mini comeback, you know, late in that game because the Bucks obviously, in the third quarter, Chris Middleton goes for 23 in that quarter. They pull away by, like, 20. And then in the fourth quarter, the Hawks – kind of chip away at that lead and they get it down to like six i think they got down to as much as many as six but then the bucks kind of ultimately pulled away at the end but a lot of that was because of cam reddish he was hitting his shots and he was showing out uh, when the rest of the hawks just were not in that game Uh, especially trey young but you can excuse that because of his injury obviously and he still was making an impact on the game. Uh, but I want your guys' opinion on this Trey Young injury because we never really talked about it. Um, what did you guys think of it when it happened? And do you think it impacted the series? I know you all picked Bucks, but do you think it – just what was your overall outlook on that injury and uh, your perception of the series? And then, then same goes for Giannis. I mean, he got it from the ref, right? When he stepped on the ref. But the thing is, I feel like a lot of people are saying that the like the ref purposely injured him. No, that's just was, NBA. No, that's was, NBA Twitter for you. The ref, yeah, it was just the an ref accident. Was in a normal spot, out of bounds, and he walked backwards into him, and it was a freak accident. But yeah, I I, I would I think the Bucks would have won regardless, even if Giannis got hurt and Trey was healthy the entire time. Uh. 
I think it might have been like in seven, maybe, but I think that the Bucks would have won regardless. And the Giannis injury looked pretty bad, but turned out to not be nearly as bad as everyone thought. I guess that's I, what happens when you're built like the Hulk. <laughs> um, Lori, was someone saying something? I don't mean to. Oh, talk. Sam, okay. Sam was going to talk about how much he loves Giannis. Oh, of course. I could go about that all the time. <laughs> um, well, all right. So the thing with Trey Young, I'll start with that first, is obviously you want him playing, and that's the most obvious statement I can throw out in the world. But that is the analysis you guys come for. Yeah, by exactly. The way. You <laughs> I'm, want I'm, Trey Young. Playing. I'm not done. I'm not done. So okay. why, let's let's with the hard analysis in the second <laughs> half. Here we go. So you're come on. What's with what's with the sass? Did the uh... no sass, no okay. sass. So regardless. Um, but and I throw and I see so many people and this happens so many times in sports where they throw out the idea of it's like because you obviously see Trey Young in Game Six and he wasn't what he obviously was earlier in the series in the playoffs and we all knew that would happen. But it's in a win or go home situation type of game and you have to play him. He's been your best player the whole playoffs, your whole best season, the whole season, and obviously you're going to play him. And I think that the idea of just him coming back too early. Maybe that was the case. That probably was the case, but we've seen that instance in so many times in sports to where you have to play them. And then for the honest injury, it's, you know, kind of a weird situation because we all saw the injury and I think so he just alluded to it. We didn't think it was, we thought it'd be much worse than what it actually was. I saw the injury and I was like, all right, he's done for the playoffs. He's not coming back. And that wasn't the case. And it looks like he's going to be back for game one in the NBA finals, which is really cool to see. Um, because, you know, even though the Bucks did happen to win game five and six without him, another, you know, incredibly analysis take I'm going to have right here is the Bucks are better with Giannis. You know, that's what you guys come for in the pod, my analysis. Jack, even though Jack. some people actually think that that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of ridiculous. That's, that was the same Skip thing. Bayless. That... Skip Bayless thinks that the Shaq Bucks are better says that too. Giannis, but... Shaq said you get a more aggressive Drew Holiday when – Giannis is out. That's the same thing with Kevin Durant got out for the Warriors, and they were like, "Oh my God, they're they're better. They're the old Warriors. They're better without him." Like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Breaking news, guys. You're better when you have a top ten player. And I just want it is insane how much one playoff run will do for your. Uh, I don't even know what it's what I would call like it. Your player ranking. Yeah, I mean, like in terms of the, your your view that people how how the people view you as a player. Like, I go on TikTok and I see these people that are like Giannis has a or Giannis is going to be top five all time. He has a Hall of Fame resume at twenty six years okay. old. I want to sit two years ago. Everyone said Giannis was like the biggest bust of all time. Yeah. Okay, because he couldn't perform in the playoffs. Like, I want to say two yeah. things. It alludes to what you're saying because here's what I see. I see with Giannis, I obviously see that. I see the overreaction where it's like he's going to be this top five player of all time, and I just don't think that's the case, even though I guess technically there's maybe a chance that transpires, but like it's not going to. Sorry, Sam. Um, but I, mean, I, I don't want to be that guy, but that dude's resume at 26 years old. Is, yeah, it's great. It's literally but, one of the best resumes of all time. <laughs> but – here also I see this, like I'll go on Twitter or I'll go on TikTok, Twitter, whatever it is. And it's like, and obviously I don't care too much about it because the people having these opinions are brainless, but it'll be like Giannis. If I, if anyone in the league had his frame size and his athleticism, of course they'd be like him. He's not even a top 10 player. And I'm like, 
the no bag, the no right. bag. It's like, are you, are you, are you, are you on drugs? And then second, it is incredible to me. Yeah. What a game, a series can do to raise someone's stock because it was literally a week ago. We were hearing, I would rather have Trey Young than Luca. Luca doesn't perform in the playoffs. Trey is obviously proved he's a winner. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? And I'm like, about to throw my phone at a wall and say that is the stupidest take I've ever heard in my life. And now, obviously, we see the injury, but it's like no one, no one seriously thinks that. Now. I would hope not. I'd cry if they did. I hope yeah. no one seriously thought that at any point in time. Oh no, I, 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 I hope not either. But I saw it and I said, "What is wrong with you?" Yeah, they don't realize. Like I brought this up when the Mavericks lost. I'm like look at the difference between Trey and Luca's like situations. I mean, it's, it's similar. Like they're both the number one guy with good number, like threes and fours around them, you know, but yeah. no number two, you know, no defined number two. Yeah. Trey Young has but, the more versatile team. Yeah. Trey Young has like four really solid threes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Luca yeah. has, has like two. Very good. Maybe. Not, not very even good threes <laughs> yeah. and two and fours. Luca has like, yeah, one or two threes, which is Tim Hardaway Jr. and Porzingis, depending on how you feel about them. Uh, oh, Porzingis. I know, I know, I know. But to get back on the Giannis thing, um, he was having one of the best postseason runs, like statistically ever. He was dropping 30 and 15 consistently, he was dropping monstrous numbers. And people just weren't talking about it. I mean, he completely carried our asses in the Brooklyn. Because it's just happened for so long now. We see that style line from him all the time. I know, but well, we never saw like... it in the playoffs though, and everyone would always criticize him. Right? No, why... it's because people don't like when they're wrong. Yeah, it's going against their narrative yeah. that he's uh, not no, that good. We, we, so now they're just see, like, nah. we have seen these numbers in the playoffs. Which before, I said, but <laughs> he, they drop in the series is the series that you know are built to that they've lost essentially the Raptors and the heat series where his numbers dropped hard. Um, I'm interested. Look, that injury, when I saw it, I, I couldn't think about anything. I was literally devoid of my soul. I couldn't think about anything. I was staring into the void for about three hours. Sam didn't eat for 36 hours. I, it's, literally, <laughs> it's, updated it's, Twitter. Literally, it's literally how I felt. I was just absolutely devastated. And I was like, all right, well, I don't even care about the playoffs now. I just care about Giannis and if he's healthy and if he's done for the playoffs, but he avoided an ACL injury, I'm happy with that, you know, because I, when I would look from these Twitter doctors, I saw everything from he's going to be fine. He's going to be out for the playoffs. It's 1000% torn ACL. It's yeah. MCL, PCL, whatever the fuck I saw. I mean, everything. listen, listen, I, I respect doctors. <laughs> I'm not going to call doctors out right now, but I do got to <laughs> say that I, I don't care if you got MD in your Twitter name and you got a little blue check mark. You can't watch a video of someone bending their knee and tell me the extent of their injury. I mean, you got to look. I mean, okay, yes, I agree. They're not actually doing the testing on him. They're not the ones on the yeah. court actually feeling his knee. Uh, but you saw how that shit bent. Yeah, oh, it exactly. Terrible. And yeah. if I was a doctor, I don't know how a single doctor out there could say that it wasn't going to be a major injury. What pointed you to that? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, uh, what did they like to get a protractor out and watch the video and like watch the angle that it bends at? Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah. So that that 
what, 24 hours after that injury to find out that he had no structural damage was one of the worst 24 hours ever because it was just like dreading that announcement that was an ACL because that would not only kill our finals run, but it'd kill next season because I'd essentially be looking at the draft the entire next season because we had no shot. But the Bucks obviously they went they went down two two, and then in games five and six they changed how they played. They changed up their defense to be a switch heavy defense, which everyone knows that they are the drop coverage team where Brooke Lopez sags all the way down in the paint and all that. Now they, they said, screw that. We're going to switch you even with Brooke Lopez. Even if it's Trey young, we're going to switch Brooke, Brooke Lopez on Trey young. And it clearly made the Hawks very uncomfortable. And I will say this. I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth, but I have been impressed with bud. Like, uh, I know it's crazy, but he's, he's been good in this playoffs and it's kind of weird to say that, but it's true. And I I don't think we'll get a fully, I think Giannis will return at some point in this postseason. I mean, shit, he might play tonight. Uh, We don't really know. Um, We'll find out in the next 45 minutes, but might be uh, breaking news live on the pod where we drop Giannis's availability. Yeah. And then they'll listen. Yep. I like that. I, well, no, no, we actually know what's already happening, though. So it won't, that's true. It won't matter what we say. I know this is kind of jumping ahead to our son's Bucks preview, but I don't think he's going to be fully healthy at all for the whole series. Um, I think at best you're going to get like 70, 80% Giannis. And that's better, that's better than him not playing, though. Yes, exactly. Giannis I'll is better take than a, no Giannis. I'll take an 85% Bobby Portis over an 80% Giannis. You are. Facts. Speaking facts. You know, so Bobby, I, Bobby is the man. Bobby is the man. But Bobby. But uh, you guys, any final thoughts on Bucks Hawks? Uh, other than the Sixers are the worst franchise in the NBA. Yeah, the Sixers suck. Uh, Sounds about what, right. Yeah, the Hawks suck too. Um, Everyone sucks unless you're Luka Doncic. That's the Bucks are okay. Yeah, the Bucks are all right. Let's let's uh let's move on to the other series. Suns Clippers didn't go too well for the Clippers, but it didn't go horrible. Shout out to Paul George. They had a lot of opportunities to win close games. Yeah, it honestly wasn't too bad. Congrats to Chris Paul though. He uh you know he he was getting slandered a lot in that series. He was. That's another thing, man. It's like well, I I mean I guess it's fair. It's you know, it really is a game by game basis at that point in the playoffs when you're talking about can this player perform, can they not? Um but he got slandered pretty hard and then he came out and dropped forty one. I think the um this is a little off topic, but I feel like people watching the series at like a like at surface level, will just be like the Suns dominated the series, which is really not true, I think, in any regard. Because look at game one. We all can agree the Clippers could have won this game. Game two, they easily could have won this game. Game three, they won. I mean, they killed the Suns. Game four, they easily could have won that game. Game five, they won it. And then game six, they sh- shouldn't have. But like, yeah, I'm only highlighting one game in the six game series that they didn't deserve to win all the five they had. I mean, and obviously they won two of the five that I mentioned, but the other three, they had a lot of opportunities to win those games. And, you know, 
it sucks. Obviously, it sucks for you know the Clippers and Clippers fans, but props to Chris Paul because he did it on you know the Clippers court in Game Six, kind of where he's highlighted most of his career, which was kind of cool to see. Like I said, shout out to Chris Paul for finally making it to the finals. And it's just it's no one expected, at least for me, a Suns Bucks NBA Finals, and that's so cool because even like you know. I saw this tweet yesterday. You probably saw it, Sam. If you, you know, see my tweets on Twitter, it's like. You think I saw it? No, I don't. So oh. <laughs> it was like the name, the top, or like the best three teams, like the NBA Finals teams from 20, 2000 to 2020 and the three worst. And like, I was obviously reviewing all 20 of the NBA Finals just to kind of see like what the teams were. And like every single, pretty much for the most part, every single Finals matchup, it was highlighted by like a very big team at that time. Obviously, maybe the only one that would not make that case is in 2005 with the Pistons. But, you know, you look at the Lakers, obviously, Golden State, Miami Heat. For the most part, we've had this big market or a big team in that sense make the finals. And this year, we're finally seeing two teams that obviously never make the finals. Um, and it's kind of cool to see because we're not used to just the sim- similar teams that we see on an everyday basis or that we expect to happen as the uh, year went on. We're getting the Bucks suns and uh, I'm pretty pumped about it. Nah, Maybe. man, I can't watch it unless it's the Lakers. Yeah. It needs to be LeBron in the finals. I, I saw that. This is so off topic. I, I literally, I thought of no one else except for you. It was the TikTok and it was like, Maturing is realizing. Maturing is realizing LeBron's a pussy. So, yes. I fucking love that TikTok. I, I saw the TikTok. I said, I, I was about to send it to you, and I was like, I don't even know if you have a TikTok, so. Oh, I got one. I'm so pissed I didn't think about that idea, because I honestly was crying. It was, I was, it was so funny. Maturing so is realizing a LeBron's a pussy. LeBron, and then I know. It'll blow up. But, uh, he is a massive pussy. I LeBron get... posted on his Instagram story, first time in two years having a steak. Bro, shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> you haven't had a steak in two years? What are you talking about, man? Come on. God damn, everything he does pisses me off. <laughs> like, eat your fucking steak, man. His dinner looked really good, though. He had some nice rice and some vegetables. Yeah. There was a little bit of salad going on. The steak looked really, really good. It's so probably like $1,000. LeBron on Instagram? I follow LeBron on Instagram. I follow a lot of people that I hate on Instagram. I follow you Me too, right? Yeah, that's why I follow yeah, you. I know, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. No, I follow a lot of people that I hate on Instagram. I think it's, you know... All sports culture. Yeah. All sports culture. No, I mean, I'm not going to say, like... Well, I don't hate LeBron. I just think he's a pussy. There's a difference. Just like that I, TikTok said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I always think about the clip where, uh, you know, I think it LeBron lost. I think I think he lost in the playoffs. It was after they lost. Might have been before they lost. I don't Is know. it the one against Boston? Well, the one where he's like, you guys got to go home to, like, your shitty lives and whatever. Or everyone's got to yeah. go home to their shitty life, like, after hating on me or something like that. You guys don't remember that? I have no idea what you're talking about. Really. Yeah, someone said, like, what you get so much hate or, like, what do you have to say about it? I don't know. He's like, at the end of the day, like, I do what I love and people got to, you know, wake up and they have the same life that they had before they were hating on me, after they hate on me, blah, 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 all this shit. So I was thinking about, like, LeBron doesn't give a shit that I hate him. I know he doesn't give a shit. I'm still – I still think he's a pussy, though. How did we end up turning a – 
conference finals of teams that have nothing to do with <laughs> That's the NBA, man. You always got to talk this about LeBron. This is the NBA media for you. It's somehow always circles and back to LeBron. we're trying to, to take them down, man. We're it's one of them. Can we rename this podcast to Sully fucking hates LeBron show? <laughs> Dude, I like our podcast name, by the way. I was thinking about it. It's a good name. Highlighted? So, yeah. Sam came up with that one. I know. It's good. Yeah. Getting a raise, Sam. Nah, because I you. was talking to... Uh, I was talking to two of my friends. They're trying to make a podcast. And I told them if it's really funny, I might be able to make something happen. And you're not funny, though. No, well, they're funny. <laughs> All right. So, what are you trying to make happen? I'm saying if it's really funny, we might be able to work something out with all sports culture. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. I thought you were going to say, like, you're going to go on the show. And I was like, a barstool podcast. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Why aren't we? Wait, you don't think we're funny? We're funny. Well, no, dude, like, I mean, I think we're funny, but these kids, I'm telling you, they say one of them, like some of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. Their first episode is going to be about how dinosaurs aren't real. And it's actually just they're dragons from the Middle Ages. (laughs) And he has a lot of evidence to back it up. I got to listen to it. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually insane. I told him, I said, record two episodes, send them to me. And if they're good, I can make something happen. Regardless, let's talk about basketball. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure everyone loved that, though. That's the thing, uh, though. Every once in a while, you can't just be talking about... Yeah, yeah. you got you to break it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker's kind of sucked in this series. Um, he shot pretty bad. Uh, and no one's talking about nose. it. Yeah, he did. He Mass did Booker was nose. the most underwhelming thing in the world. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Selling comments. He's going to drop like 60 on that yeah, post we made. Out. I put it on my story. I was like 70 bomb. I deleted it after the game. <laughs> that was so funny. He shot like fucking like six for 30. Well, Pat Bev, I mean. Pat Bev. Fuck Pat Bev. Pat, Be- Pat Bev is a it, pussy. It, I know. I know. He completely shoved Chris Paul over. Uh, yeah. I, I will say this. Frank Kaminsky. I know that's what I was about to say. That shit was yeah, so funny. Horrible. Horrible. He just sat there. <laughs> no, no. He didn't just sit there. After like five seconds, he goes. It's like literally like the yeah. like the most on un- yeah unaggressive dude, tap ever. One of my favorite Badgers of all time. But I mean, come on, dude, what are yeah. you doing? That was embarrassing. Like, you got to back your boys up. Come on, Frank. Do, I, I do have to bring up Pat Bev. He did his job on Devin Booker in this series. He was very good defending him. Didn't do it in Game he, Six. No, <laughs> no, but breaking booker's nose ended up working in their favor because he was clearly bothered by that mask that he even asked rip hamilton advice for where yeah. um and obviously it didn't really work out but it didn't really matter because chris paul deandre Ayton are dogs and they were incredible in this series like we expected them to be deandre Ayton continues to get like clearly like he's just keeps improving yeah. like throughout this post i haven't seen a young player in a while like improve as much as he has throughout one postseason run and he's been great and so is chris paul obviously and i just got to give a big up to me and kurt in the offseason before anyone brought it up we spoke chris paul the phoenix into existence we're so smart and look at where they are now and i I was the only one on this podcast to say Suns would come out of the West and make the finals. Yeah. So I think we should give a round of applause to me cool. for being the smartest podcaster. Um, you, were, you also are right that they were going to lose in the finals. <laughs> you're right. You're right. All right. Who, who had the Suns finishing the highest in the regular season? Who had them making the finals? 
So Sam's the real loser here. That's what we're saying. I win in other ways in this podcast, right? I'm the one who has a team in the finals right now while both of you got bounced round one. So yeah, well, Kurt's team sucks. And And we still lost in five, just like your clowns. So yeah, but here's the difference. My clowns make unlimited money. They're printing money. Your team (laughs) sucks and no one cares about them. At least we're getting a new head coach. Yeah. Things are looking bright. We'll, West we'll, we'll, do like, we'll do like a we'll do like a coaching reaction pod. Yeah. I don't know. Kurt can rant about them hiring. I don't know who Jason. Hey, Kidd. hey, hey, two. Yeah, no, Jason. I will talk about Jason Kidd ad nauseum in that. Sam, podcast. two of our candidates are Bucks assistants, so you have to be hyping them up. And then we got West. No, what? I love them both. West Unsell Jr. I'm begging he comes. I I mean I was the one who. Threw out that idea on this podcast. Chase Young. Chase Young. Chase Young is our head coach. Yeah. It's like an off-season program. Is you want that because he's you're so scared he's gonna sack Daniel Jones all the time? Oh well, Daniel Jones sucks. Took you long enough to realize that. (laughs) I realized that since day one. Yeah. Okay. I just like to speak propaganda up into the air. Let's get back to basketball and not Daniel Jones. All right. Let's start with the finals now. Wait, wait, wait. Can we just do one last thing? Of course. Yeah. Anything for you, man. Tyron Lue. (laughs) He sucks. He does not suck. He doesn't suck. I'm kidding. kidding. He he has proven himself that he is one of the best coaches in the NBA, and he is not. No, LeBron carries him, though. He's not a product of LeBron. He's one of the best adjustment coaches in the NBA. He just needs to go down 2-0 in order to gain his superpowers. (laughs) He's established this. um, But Should start the series off 2-0 every time. He could have. He could have started the series, (laughs) like, actually up 2-0, and then you automatically bet against them losing. Yeah. but I do want to say, I think the Clippers win this series if Kawhi plays. I think you guys probably would agree in that. But, I mean, the Suns are great. They're the healthiest team left in the postseason. Well, obviously, there's two teams left. But they've been the healthiest team that's made it deep in the postseason. Let's say that. Um, even though they still haven't, like, dodged their fair share of injuries with, you know, Chris Paul's little hiccups throughout the season uh, throughout the postseason with COVID and his shoulder injury against the Lakers. And now Cam Johnson has like food poisoning or some shit. Who knows? But Suns. Suns. Pretty good. good. Suns Bucks. Let's talk about it. So we got Bucks, Suns, NBA finals. Like we said, it's tipping off tonight. But we know what's going to happen because you'll be listening to this after game one. So here's what's going to happen. And I know because I know everything. We know everything. No, I do. Not you. Um, He knows everything. (laughs) So the Suns will win tonight. I'm sorry, Sam. Um, They'll win. I'm fully expecting to lose. They'll win by a score of 117 to 108. My crystal ball is um, telling me otherwise, actually. No, no, trust me on this one. Sully, what, um, what is your eight ball telling you? Uh, it's saying Bucks take game one and actually lose in six games. My crystal ball is telling me Suns in seven. I, I'm actually going, I actually don't know what I want to predict. I'm going right. back and forth in my head. I wanted to take the Bucks initially. But Giannis's injury scares me a little bit, and I like the Suns a lot. I've liked the Suns the entire you know playoffs, not as much as Kurt, but 
I was a little bit late on the bandwagon, but uh, I'm a big on. Sun. I'm a Don't big worry. Suns guy. Well, I've been always, I've always been a big Devin guy. And now, uh, I don't know. I'm going to need like two more minutes. So you give your analysis, Sam, and I'm going to make up my mind. Uh, I'm interested to see how the series plays out because the Suns have always in the past been a team that we just never can beat. Um, That's important to do. You have to beat them. Well, the thing is like, even when they sucked ass, we always would just kind of struggle against them. And this year we played against them twice both games were decided by one point. The Suns won both of them. One of them, Drew Holiday, didn't play, and the Suns came back in the late fourth or something. And uh, Giannis twisted his ankle in overtime, and uh, the he's Devin always Booker, injured, man. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then the other game, uh, PJ Tucker had a phantom foul call with like 0.3 seconds left. And then Devin Booker hit free throws to win the game, which kind of sucked. That was like the worst ending to a game you could ask for. So, but both these matchups have been very close down the, in the regular season and the offensive rating and defensive rating between these two teams is like identical, uh, throughout these, these, uh, playoffs and regular season. So these two teams, they're about as evenly matched as you can get in a postseason. Um, I think the Suns are a lot deeper than the Bucks, and I think the Bucks are more top heavy though. That's the thing. I think the Bucks have more, you know, they have the best player in the series. Now is a fully, fully healthy Giannis is the best player in the series is an 80% Giannis, the best player in the series. Probably not. I'd say probably Chris Paul or Devin Booker is the best player in the series at that point then. But you still have the best player in the series. Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are picking up their asses after struggling against Brooklyn for most of the time. And they played excellent basketball in the Atlanta Hawks series. And Brooke Lopez is starting to look really good. But I'm interested to see what they do defensively because they run that drop coverage and they give up mid-rangers. And you know who they're giving up mid-rangers to? Like two of the best mid-range killers in the NBA. Serial killers from mid-range. Literally, literally exactly. It's like Jeffrey Dahmer, just straight from mid-range. I'm not getting – no, you're right. Exactly. No, I know. And the Bucks throughout this postseason run have <laughs> shot horribly from three. They've shot 31%. That is the worst three-point percentage for a team that made the, the finals since the 2004 Pistons, which shot, I think, 30%. So – I've always like in these games where we shoot like shit from three, I'm like, Oh, we're going to regress to the mean. Uh, I've given up hope on that, uh, but they still managed to find ways to win. And then the sun for the Suns, honestly, I think they are, are kind of our kryptonite in some ways, you know, we kind of face Trey Young and Capella with the pick and roll lob ability. And now we're facing Chris Paul and Deandre Ayton. So like, we got like a little bit of a test run with like the baby squad, the JV squad before we face the varsity team. Um, But this is going to be interesting. I'm interested to see how the Bucks approach their defense in this series because base drop zone coverage is not going to work against the Suns team. Are they going to switch everything? I think the Suns players are going to be better and more just worthy of uh, taking in those, you know, those uh, switches and also, Monty Williams has also had a bud syndrome where he kind of goes to guys for too long and it costs him games. Um, 
you saw, you know, Abdel Nader play a ton in that Clippers game five, and that cost them that game. Uh, Torrey Craig not getting a ton of run, but then he plays a ton in game six. Cameron Payne and Chris Paul played the exact play completely different ways with this Suns offense. So I'm going to be interested to see that specific matchup. Um, I don't know. Uh, and six. I, I kind of just ranted. I kind of just ranted. You don't no, seem very I, I'm confident. Not, I'm not going to give my my prediction yet. I'm not going to give my prediction yet. I'll let you guys when are you going to give it? I'll give it when we all give our prediction. Oh, I'm going to give my prediction right now. Oh, okay. Uh, you don't sound very confident. I, well, obviously Giannis's health is like a big factor. Like yeah. if, if he's not healthy, I don't think we're winning this series. Uh, I don't think that's a, like a. If the Wizards were in the NBA finals, I don't care if half the team like died. I'd still say Wizards. Oh, well, he's no, still going to pick the box. I'm picking yeah. the box. I'm, I'm just saying like. Bucks and six. I'm just saying it's not a it's not a non-homer take to say that the Bucks are not a good team or not as good of a team without Giannis. Oh yeah. I mean, we beat the Hawks two straight games without Giannis, but if you're not getting like, if Giannis is, I don't think he's gonna be healthy the entire series, but I think as the series goes on longer, it swings in the Bucks favor more. If that makes sense. Okay. With that being said, I take Suns in seven games. Okay, Sully. Explain. <laughs> explain why you feel like the Suns are going to win in seven. Um, I mean, I, I, like you said, I think it's a pretty like it's going to be a good series. I think both teams are evenly matched. Giannis is. If Giannis was completely healthy, I would take the Bucks uh, in probably six games. Giannis's health scares me a little bit, and I, I. Chris Paul and Devin Booker have just been so good in this playoff run. I mean, they've had, they've had their off games and whatnot, and Chris Paul missed a couple games. But overall, from the you know outside looking at it, the entirety of this year uh, playoffs, they've both been very very consistent. And in the playoffs, obviously three point shooting's huge, but you need the mid range game. And they both we just talked about that they dominate from mid range. DeAndre Ayton has been so so good the entire playoffs as well. And the Suns have a ton of depth. I like the Suns a little bit more than the Bucks with Giannis a little bit hurt. I'm gonna take him in seven games. I think Chris Paul's gonna solidify himself as you know one of the better point guards of all time with this playoff run right here. And he's he's certainly started that already with uh, the game six performance. Yeah. Um, that is an interesting topic where, you know, where does CP3 rank among point guards and just all time players if he wins his finals? Cause I think that's definitely a, uh, he's already number three. Well, on point guards. No, he's not. Oh but yeah. Whatever. Yes, he is. Okay. Yo, 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 yo. You I guys, will, I will argue that till the day I die, but. Do you guys know that guy on TikTok that's been blowing up recently? He talks yeah, OG. about uh, OG. Yeah, OG. Yeah. OG. He said uh, Steph Curry. He said Jason Kidd and Steve Nash are better point guards than Steph Curry. Curry. Yeah. That's a good. That's a take, all right. <laughs> I thought you said it's a good take. I was gonna say. No, no, no. I, I will say saying. no. Jason Kidd from like a. He's very underrated when it comes to all time. He was a. Oh, Jason Kidd was a beast. Well, OG said that he grades point guards on traditional values and like playmaking and passing are more important than like scoring, I guess. So he's an old head is what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. But he overall, he does have pretty good opinions. He's very good. He kind of just like knows everything. Yeah. About that's every that's happened in basketball. Like he could tell you like Joe Dumar's stats in like game two of like 98. (laughs) Like I don't even know if that's a thing, but. 
Yeah. Regardless. Um, yeah. Bucks. I mean, uh, Suns and seven. That's my, that's my official prediction. Lock it in. I will go quickly. I'm going to get goes. I'm going to say Suns and seven as well. Um, I think it'll be an excellent matchup. That's, I mean, I know everyone's saying this though, but if Giannis is healthy for the remain, if he obviously doesn't suffer that injury, I would probably lean more towards the Bucks. Um, but I think that's going to be an unbelievable matchup. I'm excited. If this does go to seven games, it's going to be just unbelievable to watch. I'm excited to see that. Um, but Sam, I know you're going to say Bucks and six for the culture, man. Yeah. Of course. I've said it for every single playoffs or every single playoff matchup of this. Of this playoff run, I've said Bucks and six every single time, and I've I've gotten them right. Uh, not the amount of games, but I've gotten the winner right. And it kind of feels like pointless to do playoff predictions now because every series has fluctuated so much with injuries yeah. um, this year. Uh, so obviously Giannis's health is the biggest factor in this series. And for that reason, I mean, the Suns have all the pressure on them now. I mean – can't put it any other way when the best player isn't at his best obviously you're gonna have to step up to the occasion and obviously chris paul with his whole narrative and i love chris paul to death but i don't know we'll imagine see. chris paul gets hurt in this series that would be sad. god that would be horrible i would feel be a so bummer terrible. right there do you guys think that this year is chris paul's best year best chance to win a ring yes yeah 100 you don't think the he's suns 36 have, years old you don't think no. the suns can return in the next couple of years i saw that he wants to go to new york i don't know okay. how true that is i know I, like, that's like a report he's is he a free this is, agent this after this is, year? anyone who says this is not his best opportunities is he a free themselves. agent after this year yeah, yeah he is yeah, right he will be yeah yeah I don't know. I it seems back, but yeah, it seems like he likes the sun. So I, I'd be surprised if he left. I yeah, it's definitely his best. I mean, he's thirty six years old. He's what he's doing right now is actually we talk about LeBron. I mean, like yeah, it, it, LeBron is definitely way better than CP three. But I feel like CP three really doesn't get enough credit for what. I mean, he does get a lot of credit, but he's been playing very, very good, and he's thirty six years old. Yeah. What are your guys's Finals MVP pick? uh devin booker peace chris, chris, chris middleton chris middleton baby i wouldn't want that to happen if the bucks win i hope it's Giannis. yeah me too. i hope it is too but i think chris is gonna have a good series i just have a feeling man i just have a feeling jay crowder bro Jay Crowder is going to go like you, you can't tell me with with a not full i don't think Giannis is gonna be 100 at all in this series you're not telling me Chris Milton would have to step up that hard to be the best, like to have the Bucks win that series. You're right. No, the thing I, is, I, I, I agree. I don't think they're going to win if Giannis is like putting up like 18 points. I think they can win with him putting up like around 20 and 25. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. I don't if, think it's true. And Chris would play really well. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm saying this, if the Bucks can extend this series deeper and deeper their chance gets stronger and stronger because Giannis will get more and more healthy. The team will get more and more comfortable. I mean, they just need to win one game. If they win one of these two, that's huge. Like one of these two in Phoenix. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for this playoffs. First time the Bucks have been in the, in the finals since 1974. First time the Suns been in the, 
finals since 1993. Uh, yeah, I don't then think MJ fucked on them because he knows the goat. Yeah, MJ fucked on them. I don't think. I don't think the Suns have ever won a championship, right? Nope, they have not. Wow. Wow, until 2021? Holy shit. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Last question. What are your guys' take on just how good this is for the league? Um, I love it. Like a finals matchup like this. I love it. I I think from like a league standpoint, obviously they're going to want to see Lakers, Nets, et cetera in it. Um, and like I was just referring to earlier in the pod, we've never really seen two on the smaller market side of things like teams make it. Um, and obviously, like you said, none of these teams have really much finals experience in the past couple of years. We haven't seen that since 93, like you alluded to with the Suns and 74 with the Bucks. So I think it's good. I'm excited. Um, it, it's definitely going to be a finals. I'll remember, I would say forever, just because it's like, you know, it's like we said, it's not what we expect at the uh, beginning of the year. We were, it's just crazy to me that, you know, everyone's like Brooklyn's going to be a lock for the finals and they're not here right now. I know obviously the injuries that amounted are kind of the reason why they might not be in this situation, but still kind of cool to see. Um, and if, if it's great basketball, then I guess it shows for the future that maybe this is the uh, good path to go down. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great series. I can't be upset about, you know, these two teams making it. I do think that a fully healthy Lakers squad and a fully healthy Nets squad would be a better series. That's just what I think. But at the end of the day, that's that's too much to ask for for everyone to be fully healthy. So I think it's going to be a great series. And, And both teams are pretty healthy. I mean, it's really just Giannis for the most part. Who's hurt? Steven Chenzo, bro. I knew you were going to say that. It's not. It's he's a, a start. He's our starting guard. Uh, hey, I, I'm the fr- I'm the one that asked you about him. When I'm seeing Jeff T, when I'm seeing Jeff T get minutes in the playoffs, Sam, I don't want to hear it. Dante I asked you about Dante. I said it was a loss. Nah, I said you wrote it, was it off. You no, wrote I it off. I did not write it off. I did not write you it off. You came back the next episode and you were like, "It's a bigger than I thought it was." I said it was a it was a loss though. I never oh, yeah. said it, it was shots of the heart. Yeah, it was, and it's actually a big deal because we're giving fucking Jeff Teague minutes, even though he went fucking three of three from three. In That's the why game. you beat the Hawks, dude. He knew all of the Hawks secrets. <laughs> so did Bud. That's true. They're, they're That's both true. from that. Uh, yeah, they knew that, what they were doing. Yeah, that 2015 team that got dicked on by LeBron. Yeah, a lot of teams got dicked on by LeBron, but he's still a pussy. With that being said, that's going to be it for this episode of Highlight of the All Sports Culture Podcast. Those are our uh, conference finals reactions and our NBA finals uh, predictions. The first game is tonight. Like we said, we already know the outcome of the game. Um, what did we say was going to happen? Suns won by 50. No, no. The Bucks are going to win by 50 points. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. Write that it down. Was, that's what's happening. The Suns always come out strong in game one, this entire playoffs, yeah. you know, run. So we're looking at a Suns victory by around eight to nine points. And uh, I think Giannis is going to come back hungry. He's going to activate Hulk mode and he's going to get healthy. And they're still going to lose in seven games, though. But with that being said, that's it. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll be back with another episode later on in the week.